Let me tell you about our sponsor. It's American Home Shield. When it comes to replacing or repairing parts on a major home system or appliance, you need a warranty that keeps your budget in mind, not to mention your sanity. American Home Shield offers a choice among three great plans, so whatever your budget is, it's affordable. Nobody likes to think about household breakdowns, but the truth is they happen. And when they do, American Home Shield is right there helping you cover the cost uh, when parts of your systems and appliances break. They've been around for 50 years, and if they can't repair your covered item, they'll replace it. And their coverage extends from whole systems like your heating and air uh, and major appliances. Get the warranty you need at a price you can afford. Keep your home up and running and on budget. Uh, with American Home Shield. Right now, you can take $50 off of their most comprehensive plans ever. Go to ahs.com slash Beck. That's ahs.com slash Beck. Save 50 bucks. That's ahs.com slash Beck. $50 off any plan. Service freeze limitations and exclusions may apply. See plan for all details. American Home Shield. Be sure with the shield. of show that's me uh take your seat okay i'm taking my seat speak into the white device in front of you hello i'm speaking to you oh then it says you realize that is the kleenex box and then you see the oh that must be the microphone here you begin radio show you report on yesterday's SCOTUS rulings. I don't really... You speak to guests. About what? Then you tell audience, great show begins with gun control in 60 seconds. Begins in 60 seconds, a great show. It's Friday. Uh, First, let me tell you, because it says here on my little piece of... You do commercial now. Real estate agents I trust. I'm a firm believer in the idea of paying things forward. If something comes along in my life that makes things easier or better for me, I love nothing more uh, than to tell everybody else, hey, this is really good. This is why I started Real Estate Agents I Trust. After years of frustrating accounting uh, uh, encounters, well, that sounds kind of sexy, trying to buy or sell a home, I discovered what an incredible difference 
a really good, competent real estate agent can make. It is eye-opening the first time you see it in action. The agents at realestateagentsitrust.com, which is my company, you, you will work with the best in your area. They're the top sellers. They value hard work, honesty, and the kind of team building that will help you get things done, not only right, but done right the first time. If you're planning on buying or selling a home or both in the near future, please do yourself a favor. It is a free service to you. Find the best real estate agent in your area. Find the one you can trust. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Well, hello, America. It is Friday, and uh, boy, I just wanted to go through some of the blue checkmark uh, responses from yesterday uh, because... Gee, I just, uh, I, I just don't, I just, I, I just don't know what else to say. They were so right on target. Now that's a, that's a joke. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Actually, target like you know Sarah Palin meant it. Um, uh, Alicia Sultan or Ash Ashia or whatever her name is. She says, "God forbid." Listen. You are you're listening right now to a guy who is in the Radio Hall of Fame. I am so good at what I do. I don't even have to know how to pronounce names. Okay? I don't have to. They were like they were like, this guy is like a radio god. Yeah, but have you heard him? Yet yeah, no, we haven't. But put him in the Hall of Fame. Okay, so anyway, what's her face says, God forbid someone you love gets killed by gun violence. I second that second amendment fetishizing will never bring them back or make that loss easier to bear. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, hang on. Let me just take the ball out of my mouth here because I have this fetish thing with the second amendment. It is hot. Too many people believe unfettered access to guns will never hurt someone they love until it happens. Oh, okay. I don't know what you're point is really here uh marianne williamson says home people will die because of this and to be very clear now listen to this argument to be very clear they're not doing this to protect the second amendment they're doing it to protect the primacy of property rights well (laughs) gosh that's a good reason to do it too i guess i mean huh I didn't even think of the property right part, but uh, thanks for pointing that out, Marianne. Uh, Neil Katyal says it's going to be very weird if Supreme Court ends a constitutional right to obtain an abortion next week, saying it should be left to the states to decide right after it imposed a constitutional right to conceal and carry firearms, saying it, it cannot be left to the states to decide. Neil, here's what you're missing, dude. One is actually in the Constitution. It's called the Second Amendment. That tells the federal government and the states exactly what they can and cannot do. What government cannot do. There is no right to abortion. I Show it to me. Show it to me. When you can show it to me, I will change my argument. That... When it's not in the, I'll talk slowly for you, Neil. When it's not in the Constitution, then there's this part of the Constitution in the Bill of Rights. It's, it's, just look for the number 10. 
Okay, and that says anything that's not specifically in the Constitution, that goes then to the states. Yeah, look at you. You're going to read someday, Neil. Uh, Jill Flipofik says the kind of people who desperately want to carry concealed weapons in public is based on a generalized uh, interest in self-defense are precisely the kind of paranoid, insecure, violence fetishizing people who should not be able to carry a concealed weapon in public. Okay, so let me get this right. If you want to carry one, you're the kind that shouldn't carry one. So in other words, when Mart Tass is right, Jill, my gosh, my whole world is changing. Thank you for this. Now I understand when Martin Luther King went in and said to the uh, state officials, hey, I need to have a concealed carry permit. He's exactly the kind of guy you Democrats didn't want to carry a gun. Yes, Jill. Thank you for that enlightenment. David Hogg says you're entitled to your opinion, but not your own facts. And like your own facts, you aren't entitled to your own history. That is exactly what the Supreme Court decision is. It's a reversal of 200 plus years of jurisprudence that will get Americans killed. David, David, have you read a book? Have you? Come on, have you read a book? Do you know anything at all about... Name three founders. Can you do it? I mean, right now, think, go. Can't do it, David. 200 years. The only times, the only times in our history, and you wouldn't know this because you bury all the left, buries the democratic history. The only time that we have any kind of history where we're taking guns away from people is when the government is afraid of those people. When the government gets really, really racist, okay, that's why the Indians, yeah, that's why they're living on in, in, on reservations now, because we took away their guns. Yeah, yeah. That's why after the Civil War and before the Civil War, slaves could not have guns. Why? Because they might defend themselves. And then after they were freed, oh, my gosh, the Democrats freaked out. Those freed slaves will have a way to protect themselves. And they got it done through all kinds of laws, kind of like what you're doing now. Thank you, David, for writing in your special March for Our Lives. Blue check mark said yesterday. The court's decision is dangerous and deadly. The unfairly nominated, blatantly partisan justices put the Second Amendment over our lives. No, I, I, may I quote the Princess Bride? I do not think those words mean what you think they mean. Okay, Second Amendment is there to protect our lives, to protect our property, and to protect our freedom. I just want to throw that one out. The blood of American people who die from needless gun violence will be on their corrupt hands. Okay. Uh, Wahajit Ali said, let's have a bunch of black, brown, and Muslim folks carry large guns in predominantly white neighborhoods. 
I know the Second Amendment advocates will say that's great and encourage it because American history proves otherwise. We might get gun control, but we'd also get a lot of chalk outlines. <laughs> Mr. Ali, you are so funny. See, what you fail to recognize is that all of the people that you say are racist aren't aren't racist. There are racists in this country. A lot of them seem to come from the left, you know, like the socialist clan members or the socialist um, Nazi members. You see what they both have in common there? Yeah. Democratic Party. Anyway, um, Mr. Ali. If someone wants to carry a gun and they're a Muslim, I have absolutely no problem. You're black, you're brown, you're white, you're pink, you're polka dot. You have COVID and you're not wearing a mask or you don't have COVID and you're wearing 20 masks and you want to carry a gun. I'm totally fine with that. Now, if you get a bunch of people and again, I don't care what color they are marching down my neighborhood with large guns. Yeah, I am going to call the police because that's unusual. What are you doing? We're just marching with our guns. Why in my neighborhood at night? None of your business. Does Kavanaugh live around here? Okay, see, there's a difference. There's a difference. Right wingers can freak out about nullification or packing or whatever. No one cares. You broke all the norms of decency, democracy, and fairness. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wait, wait. This is from David Atkins. He's got a great solution. End of the day, California and New York are not going to let Wyoming and Idaho tell us how we have to live in a Mad Max gun climate hell. Oh, my gosh. David, let's break some bread, baby. Let's come together. Yeah. All right, let me do my best Marianne Williamson. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, because we can come together. What you just said is the point of the 10th Amendment. California and New York, I don't want to live like them. You don't want to live like us. So let's not. Let's not. However, there are Ten big things, and I've heard they've added to these, but there are ten big things that no government in the United States of America can do. Now, you want to change that? Let's change it. Because what's so crazy is there's this thing called the amendment process. You want to change the Constitution. You don't... uh whatever, break all norms of decency, democracy, and fairness. You don't break those. You want to change those amendments, you can do it. All you have to do is go through the amendment process. And then, you know, if you say everybody's got to have a pig on their lap, you get the states to vote for that, put it in the amendment, you you have it. Now, there will probably be another amendment that comes later that says, hey, the pig in the lap thing was really, really stupid, and I think America lost its mind temporarily, so we're going to... We're going to scratch that one out from here on out. No more absolute must have a pig on your lap kind of laws. Okay. But both of those would be done through the amendment process. That would be doing it the decent way, the fair way, and the democratic way. But David, you are 
cute. When you think you're cute. Tristan Schnell writes in, When American service members die overseas, their caskets are brought to Dover Air Force Base to be displayed and mourned. Now, they're not... They're not displayed. I don't know if you've noticed this, but we try not to display the dead. But when Americans die because of gun violence, their caskets should be brought to the steps of the Supreme Court so the justices can see what they've done. Yeah. <gasps> Tristan, I like that. Why don't we take every baby that's been aborted and put them in a bucket? I mean, we're going to need a big bucket because there's millions of those and let's dump them on the front steps of the supreme court so they can see what they've done wow i gotta thank all the blue check marks because you've really turned me around and i mean <laughs> we're 20 minutes into the show and my hang on my little list says Oh, crap. It says I have to continue for another two and a half hours. Oh, jeez. Okay, well, we're just getting started. So we'll learn even more, I'm sure, as the time goes on. Uh, Molly, Molly Hemingway is joining us here in just a few minutes. Also, a guy who says that I am very wrong, um, and he is the... Uh, uh, the county prosecutor in a very, very red state, and... Uh, uh, he certainly looks like a progressive prosecutor to me, but he says, I don't understand. It's about politics. And uh, so I wanted to give him some time to be able to uh, argue his case. That's coming up. We're also going to be watching the Supreme Court. Uh, it could come out today, the big one. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see, shall we? All this and more coming up. First, our sponsor. This half hour is the Tuttle Twins book. Note from Baylor. He's a 12-year-old in North Carolina. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Baylor is a she. I didn't mean to misgender. I re oh, my gosh. Canceled. She writes, Tuttle Twin books gave me the knowledge of how things work in aspects of reality like inflation. These books have also taught me that the federal government is too big and too powerful. They take your money and use it on anything that they want, which is ridiculous, if you ask me. It wasn't one of the reasons we fought to gain freedom from England was because of taxes. The Tuttle Twins have inspired me to be active in my community when I get a little older. I don't know, Baylor. At 12... How you got them on here? My hearing and my ear processing is probably a little bit better than uh, 90% of that, but people are new to Congress and the White If our country is going to survive, we desperately need kids like Baylor in it. Please, I urge you, give the Tuttle Twins books to your kids and your grandkids today. Start them down the path of knowledge because the truth will set them and keep them free. Tuttle Twins having a great sale, 35% discount off their books, plus they're giving away the activity workbooks at no additional cost. That is a huge discount off the normal price, so go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, get the discount, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Keep your kids sane in this crazy socialist world, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Ten seconds, station ID. Oh, man. 
Hello, Stu. Welcome to the program. Uh, Glenn, uh, yeah, you're fired up today. I like it. You're bringing it today. Well, I was just learning so much. Here I were. was just learning so much. Um, I was Jeez. looking at the ruling yesterday, and you mentioned the racism of many of the laws uh, that were applied on guns yeah. from back in the day. Uh-huh. And it's interesting that Clarence Thomas yeah. seemed to notice that himself, that the left <laughs> was bringing up essentially rules that were passed and applied only to black people. This is part. This is from the actual decision. Southern prohibitions on concealed carry were not always applied equally, even when under federal scrutiny. One lieutenant posted in St. Augustine, Florida, remarked how local enforcement of concealed carry laws discriminated against blacks. Quote, to sentence a Negro to several dollars fine for revo- carrying a revolver concealed upon his person is in accordance with an ordinance of the town. But still, the question naturally arises in my mind, why is this poor fellow fined for an offense which is committed hourly by every other white man I meet in the streets? I, it seemed like Thomas mm. took that one personally. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I think I would yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird how Uncle Tom is standing up for black people. It's really, really strange. Now, I'm trying to get my arms around this. So we know that black neighborhoods, Chicago, etc., are the are really just the festering boil of you know killers on the streets with guns i'm guessing now i don't know this for a fact and i'm not a oh i am a doctor so yeah i know this for a fact the people on the streets that are shooting each other generally speaking not legally purchased guns i know i know crazy right not legally purchased guns hmm so you got that going for you, and you know what would solve a lot of this, I think? Black moms and black grandmas, especially, that come out in the front porch with a shotgun and just say, I think you're going to leave my family alone. I think you're going to back up right now. Get off my lawn. I think so. I think so. Last thing we need is another white guy. Get off my lawn, but a black mom? Oh, yeah, I'd love to see her. I'd love to see her with a nice AK walking out onto the lawn and saying, I think you boys are done with my boys now. Okay? Bye-bye. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. And, of course, I'm racist, so why would I want that? Gosh, that's weird. I guess it's just my gun fetish. Oh, man, sometimes I dress up in a leather clown suit and just stare at my guns. Oh, my gosh, it is so erotic. Oh, thank you so much, lefties, for pointing that out. (laughs) It's not like I actually believe, I don't know, in the Constitution. All right, back with more. The Glenn Beck Program. We have a common enemy, you and I. This enemy wants to kill us. Yeah, it's the sun. Yeah, you haven't thought of the sun that way, have you? Yeah. Uh, it is, I mean, it is out there to kill us every way it can. But blinds, that'll keep that evil sun out. Now, it won't stop, you know, progressives. Nope, nope. Um, progressives and the sun. I think both trying to do a lot of damage. But anyway. Ordering online to have some sort of a blind or shade or shutter or drape to keep that evil sun out of your house and keep your house cool without all the money of air conditioning and everything else. 
they also have outdoor shades that will transform your deck and patio at blinds.com. Need help making a selection? Their design experts are available for live consultations. Uh, you need help measuring or installing? They got you covered. No showrooms, no retail markets, none of that kind of stuff. Blinds.com. Shop now and save up to 40% off. Right now, 40% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Go there now. Blinds.com. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. I don't know a single American, personally, I don't know a single American that actually is not involved deeply in Washington, D.C., that doesn't want free and fair elections, that doesn't want every ballot to be counted um, and wants to make sure uh, that there is no monkey business going on um, and that we can count on our elections. Every American, I don't care who you voted for, I think wants that, Uh, but I don't think anybody in Washington really wants that, um, especially the Democrats. They are already setting up that uh, the election is going to be stolen. You can't trust it. And now the problems with the voting machines, they're doing the same thing they always do. But they're doing something else. Remember, the key to understanding this administration is the administration. He is a administrator. That's it. All of the agencies are being pushed to the limit to take away as many as many rights from you as possible and make the system work in a completely different way than constitutionally. Molly Hemingway has written a great uh, article. Uh, it came out yesterday. Biden is hiding his plan to rig the 2022 midterm elections. Molly is joining us now. Hello, Molly. Hello. It's great to be here with you. Yeah, it's great to have you on. So, um, this is they're doing this in every agency and this one you've tried to look into and they're hiding everything that they're doing can you take us from the beginning and then show us what they're doing sure so in march of 2021 just a few weeks after president biden took office he issued an executive order saying that all 600 federal agencies had to come up with a plan to expand voting Now, people were immediately alarmed because the Constitution does not give the executive branch authority over our election system. That's reserved for the states. There's a very tiny role Mm -hmm. for Congress. And so the executive branch has not been given that authority. And then people are also worried because expanding voting is an inherently political act. You know, it's um, mobilizing voters is a political act. And so the bureaucracy should not be involved with it. So people wanted to know, well, what are these plans going to be? Everyone had 200 days to turn in a plan to Susan Rice, by the way, you know, one of the most political people out there for approval. And people started asking what the plans were. And they have been steadfastly refusing to return those plans ever since then. Okay, so I want to make sure people understand that is 600 federal federal agencies, 600 had 200 days to show how they were going to expand citizens opportunities to register to vote and obtain information about participate in the electoral process. They had until March 7th, 2021. You can't find anything 
about what any one of those 600 agencies turned in. And congressmen have been asking for it. You've had the ranking member of every committee in the House asking for the information. You've had them expressing their concerns, congressional committees, good government groups, outside citizens are doing FOIA requests, and they just can't get anything. And it seems to be that what they're doing is trying to slow walk it until well after the election. In one case, they said they would respond to the FOIA by May of 2024. And so it is really difficult to get information, which makes it difficult to even know what's going on. And I just want to be clear. These are inherently political acts, like choosing who you reach out to um, and to, to mobilize, get out the vote operations. That's what political parties do. And it's particularly dangerous because we're talking about federal agencies that hand out benefits. And so if people are told, hey, we could really use you voting, Mr. Person who's getting this federal benefit, you can see why that would be viewed as improper and unethical compulsion um, regarding voting, which is something that is very dangerous and which we have previously had strict laws against. So tell me what's happening with the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid um, uh, with their voter turnout, um, the Department of Labor. What are they doing? Department of Education. Right. So each of them are choosing to respond to this executive order in different ways. And we are getting these indications that they're complying with this executive order, even if they're refusing to say what exactly they're doing. But you're seeing these public facing things where they'll say that they're turning their their health centers into vote vote places, you know, where they're focusing their efforts that should be focused on job training, you know, during a labor crisis on get out the vote operations at Department of Education centers or the federal work study program, which is part of the Department of Education, had previously said, of course, you can't use federal work study um, monies to engage in electioneering or election activity. And now they're saying you can use these monies to help run, get out the vote operations. And I just think it's important to remember the context here, too, is that we just had this election in 2020 where we had Mark Zuckerberg finance the widespread takeover of government election offices with partisan, uh, you know, left-leaning activists. And they ran get-out-the-vote operations in the blue areas of swing states. So the context here is really troubling, too, because we just saw in 2020 how this type of operation can have severely partisan um, repercussions and why people should be on guard if they want to trust their elections and if they want to have confidence in their elections. Molly, what do we do? We have no press that will do it. The congressman not getting responded to. The Justice Department is absolutely corrupt. What do we do? So I do think that raising an outcry over the refusal to find out information is key. And there are lawsuits that are ongoing. Two groups have sued to get the information. These agencies are clearly in violation of federal law. And so hopefully we would have enough pressure that those lawsuits can be responded to as soon as possible so that the public can know what's going on. And people should not despair. I mean, fighting over election administration is something that has been going on in this country for centuries. And 
despair is not an appropriate response because, you know, you had even a few decades ago, the Democrat Party had disenfranchised like an entire race of people in the South and people didn't despair. They just fought to make sure that the voting system was fair. And so I think the most important thing people can do is get involved at the local level, find out what's going on in how elections are administered in your state and make sure that they're being done properly and that there are no shenanigans going on. And you're not going to be able to know that unless you're deeply involved in the process. So start now. We have widespread mail-in balloting and, you know, an election season so that it's not just election day, which is frankly when Republicans go vote. It's those two months prior or even many, you know, years prior where they're setting up the system by which everyone else is voting or by which the system is so um, insecure that it can be exploited. And you really have to just Find out what the rules are in your area, find out what's going on and get involved, do election observation, research, and everybody should do that if they care about the republic. Because if we don't have elections we can trust, you know, you don't really have a country. But don't, you know, it's not the end of the world. It just requires people to get involved and pay attention. So, uh, Molly, it's, it's really interesting to me because I look at the things that they do and I'm like, who has time for this? But you have time if you think that you should be in charge of everything and everybody. Um, that is their full-time job, to uh, figure out ways to control everything. The conservatives, we have just been, you know, asleep at the switch. We're like, no, everybody thinks like this. No, they don't. No, they don't. There's, there's uh, probably 15% of very, very active Americans that are intent on taking the republic and destroying it. Um, we just have to we just have to wake up and start realizing it's really our fault that this is is happening because we've just been expecting somebody else to take care of it for us. So I wrote a book on the 2020 election called Rigged, how the media, big tech and Democrats seized our election. And I go through all sorts of things, including this Mark Zuckerberg operation. That was a $450 million operation. It was more than anyone had ever conceived of spending on something to take over the, the government administration of elections. But that is what I worry about. The federal government, you know, they spend $450 million in a, in a blink of an eye. They have so much money to throw at this that it is really worrisome. You know, and the Constitution does not authorize it. Congress has not authorized it. And yet they're still doing it. But you're absolutely right that uh, a lot of people have just been asleep and not thinking about election integrity for decades. But in my book, I actually tell the story about how there was this court order that kept Republicans from doing any election day oversight for nearly 40 years. I couldn't believe it when I first mm. learned about it. But in the early 70s, a judge in New Jersey put them under a consent decree where they couldn't get involved in any litigation, election day litigation. And for nearly 40 years, they were kept under this. It took the judge dying and being replaced by an Obama appointed judge who said, this is ridiculous. Like let the Republicans out. Wow. And it was so sensitive that uh, during the 2020 or 2016 election, Sean Spicer was on the wrong floor of Trump tower. And they almost kept them under the consent decree for another few years. Like, because he was, you know, he was, he was supposed to be on floor four instead of floor five. And that's how sensitive it was. And it kept Republicans from really focusing on this for a very long time. But they're kind of liberated mm. now. And so they are doing much more to do Election Day oversight. And there, there are many more resources in play now. Uh, real quick, any thoughts on the Supreme Court and what's coming here again tomorrow or today in just a few minutes? 
Well, I think everyone's, but there are so many important decisions, and yesterday's decision was a huge victory for the Constitution, and it really does speak to the importance of having solid originalist judges or justices on the court. Everyone's, of course, anxious for the Dobbs decision, the abortion-related decision, and a lot of people thought it should have been out earlier because of these death threats that Mm -hmm. the justices are facing. So hopefully it will, uh, you know, it'll come out this week or next week, uh, but it's been, I think, an overall pretty good term for people who care about the Constitution. Yeah, I think it's been very good. Uh, Molly, great to have you on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. You bet. Molly Hemingway. Uh, All right. Our sponsor this half hour is American Financing. When someone brings up uh, finances, what's your first reaction? If your first reaction is like, I don't want to think about it. I get it. Man, do I get it. Building your financial house properly is complicated. It is difficult. And it's hard to know all of the right moves to make. When do I make them? Where do I go? What do I do? This is why I think American financing can really help you. Um, they can help you if you call them and just talk to them for about 10 minutes. 10 minutes, that's, that's the time it takes to start the process towards saving a ton of money. They just ask you about, you know, what do you have? What are you trying to do? And then they look for ways to save you money. It's a family-owned and operated business. They're, they're salary-based mortgage consultants, so nobody is getting bonuses on if they sell you this or, you know, the they don't take kickbacks from the bank. we got to get them into this loan instrument. It doesn't happen like that at American Financing. If you do a consolidation loan, could help you get out from under the high interest debt like credit cards, even the realization of the equity in your home for paying down debt, whatever it is. If it'll help you, American Financing can find it for you. It's American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day? Miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It is Friday, and uh, the Supreme Court is coming out with some uh, additional uh, rulings today. What are we looking at here, Stu? Hold on one second. You take your seat. You talk about Supreme Court preview. Okay, so we have... um, Okay, wait, wait, wait. Read the last one. It says, you don't read on air. Oh, yeah, you don't... Uh, So... The Supreme Court is going to release a few more opinions today. We were kind of hoping we'd get all of them by today, which would have broken down to six and seven between the two days. But we only got four yesterday. So the idea that we're going to get nine today is extremely unlikely. We could get Dobbs today. We don't know, but there could are nine happen. left. Yeah, could happen. Mm-hmm. Could happen. Yeah, it's not going to. That'll be the last one that they announce. I think that is what I would expect. And we don't. It, when we pass, isn't where does Alito fall in this? In the order, He's pretty close to the, yeah, yeah. So the way the, these get announced is by reverse order of seniority. So anything written by Amy Coney Barrett, for example, would come first, then Kavanaugh, then Gorsuch, then Kagan, then Sotomayor, then Alito, then you'd have Breyer, Thomas, and always last is the chief, uh, John Roberts, if he has an opinion. So basically, the way you go through this here 
is it starts off and you're like, oh, these could be pretty good because it could be Barrett or Kavanaugh or Gorsuch. Then you get to Kagan and Sotomayor and you're probably getting bad rulings through there. Then you get to Alito and you say, this could be the moment. This could be the Dobbs decision. But if you do not get the Dobbs decision from Alito, then you do not want the Dobbs decision today because it is incredibly unlikely that it would be from Clarence Thomas. It would likely mean that John Roberts wrote it, meaning there would be some sort of weird half measure compromise compromise yeah. thing with the liberals all joining what on one we're side gonna do is we're gonna kill only the top half of the baby <laughs> wait a minute i think there's a story about since this, we can't uh, ag- since we can't agree we're only gonna cut off the top half of the baby <laughs> and the right for those legs to be free and live and run in the grass and grow, we stand by that. A lot of bottom that's halves a uh, hanging around. It's but, a lot of bottom halves. Mm-hmm, lot, that yeah. would not be mm-hmm. a necessarily a positive ruling in my view. So, like, once you but get that's past kind of, I mean, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to kind of be. So, if he writes it, it will be some incredible mental gymnastic kind of thing to to keep it in place yeah and if you it, the way the dobbs leak uh, was reported was that it was fi- it was five to three with the conservatives on one side liberals on the other and then robert's still trying to figure out what he was going to do if that's true all he has to do is pick off one you know one. kavanaugh or somebody else using that one specifically to uh, to come over to the other side with the liberals and they can have a 5-4 decision the other way written by Roberts, which the liberals in this case, in this court, would embrace wholeheartedly. Uh, so it would be very, very disappointing. We will see how disappointed we are potentially in moments. David Levitt joins me in 60 seconds. Oh, sorry, after the news at the top of the hour. The Glenn Beck Program.